Welcome to Brigadoon Radio. Brigadoon is the place where entrepreneurs and thought leaders discuss emerging issues shaping commerce and culture. Hey everybody, this is Mark Ross. I'm joined today by, or with, John Mead. He is a design expert. He helps brands create a more valuable customer experience. He's also thinking a lot about, as we transition out of this COVID experience, to more local experiences. Um, he's coming to us from Vancouver, Canada, via London. So, John, mm. thanks for joining us. How's it going? I'm um, great, Mark. How are you doing? Good to meet you. Uh, I'm doing great. This is, as you know, our first uh, new format for Brigadoon Radio. So, yeah, I expect it to go uh, swimmingly. No problems whatsoever. Hopefully, you'll have patience. Let's keep the language clean, shall we? Nice clean fight. Exactly. <laughs> Hopefully, your your experience will be uh, pleasurable. Anyways. Yeah. So you have a very interesting background. You've worked with some of the biggest brands in the world, more kind of the bespoke, I'd say, luxury end, um, really helping them figure out uh, when, it, when a customer engages the brand, almost from a physical retail experience, you help people kind of figure that out. You want to chat a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. I, mean, I, think, I think it's really interesting about, um, about, about the, that whole world. And, and I think it's kind of shifting quite a lot over the last year. I think we've seen a lot of... Um, Brands looking to identify what in, in a more honest connection with with customers, and I think um, I think customers are looking for that as well. I think the the, the customers are more empowered these days. They have a lot of information on their hands to understand what the kind of products are looking for, uh, engage in the market in a in a broader broader capacity. And there's a lot of information for people to to really explore. So I think brands have to be very careful about what their story is and 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 be honest in in what they're trying to achieve. Uh, for the customers, and uh, I think I think customers are looking for that honesty and that kind of real shared experience and value to connect with the brand on a site on, on a deeper level. Um, <clears throat> I think with with um, with the way that the pandemic's kind of shifted our, our attention really in, in lots of ways away from just the um, a, a more kind of like uh, easy casual and, and fleeting kind of consumer, someone that's a bit deeper uh, and 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 sustainable. I think these these elements of <laughs> Uh, honesty and st- sustainability and environmental issues climate change is obviously something that's really part of a lot of people's mindsets and um and also the, the sense of the way way brands connect in a, in a sort of local environment now uh you know, we, we you know, i think at the beginning of uh, the pandemic last uh, last spring we were sorting a lot of issues with like supplies coming into countries and and uh, you know obviously people were were reaching out for toilet paper galore and there was no toilet paper oh my god but if we're doing these things in a more local capacity and and sharing stories in a local context i think it's, it's kind of shifted the way that we that the world's seen the sort of globalism is is becoming more localism and uh, that's a really powerful statement that uh, that everyone can be part of and not feel so so separated from look what you know, here in Brigadoon Radio, we try to talk about like behind the scenes, like what really happens. And, you know, we have a lot of people that are obviously building their businesses or interested in branding and marketing. <clears throat> Where does a brand come from? Like, what's the genesis of that? This is a two-part question. And then how do you evolve that brand? You know, I mean, that's got to be the, the innovator's dilemma, right? You have this great product and it's doing well, but, you know, you're competing with all these other forces. How do you help clients <clears throat> kind of sort that out or figure out what is a brand? Mm, that's a really interesting question. I mean, we we've we've been involved in in actually brand creation. So you know, a client comes to us with a, with a, with a, a vague idea about what what they're looking to be, and and uh, and, and we'll just we'll start creating with them about uh, around some particular ideas. Um, but I think the 
I think the the the, the best the best start for that is really like something something kind of pretty unique about the story about how they came into how they came into the, into their business. So a cosmetics in, brand, for instance, they might have a, there might be something quite unique about the their sustainable um, climate uh, environmentally aware kind of product that that comes from aloe plants, and it's there's a specific. There's something very specific in their story that's that's very unique, and I think the, I think that's what's kind of missed with with um, with a lot of brands as they, as they kind of like grow, they kind of forget that there is something kind of really intrinsic in their in their individual value at a starting point. And I think it's really in some ways reconnecting a brand to that story, and <clears throat> I think the more you can do that, the, the better place they are. And I think a lot of to answer part of the, uh, another part of that question. Um, it, the, the marketplace is crowded with brands, isn't it? We, we're all very much aware of, of that. And and you know, for instance, in in the in the US, there uh, are twenty four square foot of retail space per capita uh, of each person. In Canada, it's sixteen point eight. In the UK, it's four point five. So really, North America is pretty retail heavy. Uh, we don't need so much retail. There's a, there's a lot of it out there. We need we need better we need better um, better brands and better 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 opportunities, better experiences. And I think the way that we're able to help is to navigate brands into the marketplace in a better way. So, so they're able to share their story in a, in a, in a, in a more um, uh, specific way to, to themselves that will give them more unique value in the marketplace and help engage their customers with their particular brand and that brand story. So the story is really, you know, is, is fundamental to, to this question. Um, I was just we're in a design consultancy in in Clarkwell, like I did sort of 10, 12, 10, 15 years ago, and the the MD of the of the, of the um, business was really really passionate about that. So what's everything starts with the brand. So what is what is that story? What's unique about that? And that's how we can really engage with with the brand and, and to develop it into something that's obviously very unique for itself. I do sense like brand, like brand experts and marketers, like they're always, uh, you know, mm. ideally, like they're thinking about the future, kind of like where, you know, retail is going, where shot, whatever, whatever experience you're trying to uh, capture. Um, do you think in some ways, I mean, this horrible, this COVID has been, you know, here in the US, we're just going to crack about 500,000 dust just this, yeah, day or yeah. this week. Um, it's a pretty horrible situation. But do you think in some ways it's been a blessing to have like almost this time out? I mean, are you, hearing from different executives that are like, let's really think about building better for the future, being more sustainable, providing higher value. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, you've got to look at uh, crises like this in a, in a, uh, and spin it to be a positive situation. And how do we come out of this uh, design for designing for better? You know, this is the whole, you know, we look at, we look at big crises in the, in the past world wars, you know, it's, it's all something, Positive really comes out of these these situations where there's a call a call to arms in in that kind of like sense. Um, Second World War, we, we developed mass mass ways of of uh, increased production and skills in production, and and those were, those were long lasting into into a whole load of different different types of, of positive situations. And I think the the pandemic will do the same. Um, we're you know, the, the whole conversation around locals become a really, really interesting, a really vibrant um, discussion. And uh, there's a lot of, uh, lot of ways that's sort of really shifting and, and um, really bring a lot, of, uh, a lot of attention to town centres, city centres, away from like the, the bigger metropolises. But how, how do we, you know, we, we, we've all had to work 
in a very much more of a local capacity from staying at home. Our workplaces are, are kind of like uh, are shut down. We have our own home, home offices or our, our dining tables with, <laughs> with, with our Zoom <laughs> backgrounds and we're all getting a bit tired of it. Uh, so I think it's kind of really, we're all eager to, to move on from it, but we've, we've come to identify more with what's actually around our local experience. And I think uh, there's a really great opportunity for, um, uh, for uh, individual entrepreneurs, business owners and on a small scale and uh, in, a, in a local scale to, to really make a mark and make, it, make a really interesting impact in, in, on the communities. And I think we've, you know, I think for years, a sort of a sense of, of being local, working within the community was almost like a sort of, were almost like bad words, especially being a, a teenager growing up in a local local town. You couldn't wait to leave to go to the big city, and I think that's I think that might shift. I'd be really interested to see how that works out over over the next some um, sort of five years or so. But I think there would be a quite a shift in the way that that works, and I, I don't think there would be quite the same sort of brain drain away from local communities if we get it right. And I think that's really powerful. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to seeing how that works and also to be part of that journey as well with, with clients because I think it's a, it's a really valuable uh, world and a very really valuable path. I don't think we need to have um, more brands and more retail. I think we need to have better brands and better retail. And if that means less of it, then there's more quality in those particular offers. And uh, that's got to be a good thing for, for us as consumers and us as, as, as people, as, as, as part of communities. So do you say you get a sense like maybe I mean fast fashion will be under threat and there'll be more of a demand for craftsmanship going forward whether you know it's a pair of jeans or a pair of boots or even the food we eat you think there's there's gonna be a tendency to maybe value higher quality experience yeah products? yeah absolutely I think so I think that would be I think we would be uh, we're more likely to take a, a uh, put our hands in our pockets a bit more and, and to spend a little bit more to make sure that we, so we understand where that comes from. I mean, literally over, <clears throat> over, last, over last summer, me and my wife got involved in, in, in a local urban farm and we were working with, you know, developing, giving ourselves some time there, uh, day a week and, and helping in a, in a community project that meant that on, on, the, on the market store, the goods were a little bit, were, you know, there's a, a, a little bit more premium price to it, but you knew it was just grown out there like in that in that acre of ground <laughs> and people walk past during the week and just see people working and know that that their their food their produce for that week was coming literally from there because it was being picked as they saw it and i think that kind of sense of engaging in the journey and, and seeing that journey in front of them is really valuable uh, it means that they they can see there's no there's no there's no gm products here <laughs> there's no one spraying it with any sort of weird pesticides it's all right, just grown right. in the backyard and they queue up and they buy the food that was grown last week it's 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 an amazing uh, experience to be part of that and to to show that there's a there's a real um, I think there's sort of the 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 chain of of demand uh, from supply to to purchase is going to really shift like that and I think the more transparent that is uh, the the better that is for for everyone to be part of. No, I love that. Um, my sense to just as a consumer and just, you know, I'm out here in uh, Washington, D.C., but, you know, traveling, I feel like some of the super cities like London, Vancouver, L.A., New York, I mean, in some ways, they're sharing the same kind of DNA in terms of um, the same stores and same footprint. But I also get the sense that buildings are being asked to do more. That is like multiple uses in the space. Um, you know, there's also a bigger appreciation on mobility. It's not just for 
you know, driving those multiple ways to get to the storefront. Yeah. Um, is that correct? I mean, is this like designed for multiple uses? Is that is it there? Mm. Or is it becoming more of a trend? Uh, that's really Whether interesting. It be a food hall or. Mm. I think I think you know uh, we, we could look at different different models of that from a from a high rise to a to a mall. I mean, in, uh, there's a lot of um, I think I think what landlords will be looking at is to try and offset um, their risk in terms of what um, in, in, in from having like a, a, a big single uh, tenant in that respect. Um, <clears throat> I think that's that's going to be really useful in, in lots of different ways. Uh, I think firstly from from a mal perspective, uh, you've, got, you've had like, um, um, uh, I think in Minneapolis, uh, Mal of America has had like, uh, started to introduce <laughs> yeah. healthcare into the, uh, the mall. Uh, I, uh, I think this is even a couple of years ago. Um, it's a 2,300 square foot healthcare um, set up within the mall. Um, UAE as well, I think recently uh, looking at a similar sort of context where, where the, the mall becomes multi-use in that way. So it's not specifically a retail destination. And I think this is... A, this is one thing that's really uh, developed out of the pandemic is that if you really focus all attention on, on one specific um, element of, of tenant, then uh, then you're gonna you, you're gonna have some issues. And uh, and as I'm saying, we're not we're not looking for like this this huge kind of like significant growth in retail. We're looking almost to like pair it back in some ways and, and design for better and and to have better experiences. Um, and we and what we may see is that 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 kind of shift. Into a into a, a deeper um, deeper amount of uh, tenants to make uh, to make these experiences. So, like a, a high rise, um, a, a an office space, uh, a, a, a building reconstructed for offices may start to like shift. So those tenants may not be quite as um, uh, workplace specific, but they may be. And we've seen this as well with like retailers taking up space in in um, in office blocks, but they become a multi-use so it's a it's a it's an office space but it's also a showroom and and it may be places yeah. where they, they have like for, for workshops around their brand so so it's this this i think that the 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 keywords are kind of like flexibility and repurpose uh in in on the base floor of a of a of a, of a high-rise it may be more like it's a it's more of a hospitality space so you know we're looking at if we're going back to into the workplace the workplace is not going to be purely about just people doing singular tasks in a, in a space. It's going to be because we can do that at home. And I think a lot, right, a, lot right. of, a lot of workers are looking at a lot of, lot of stuff are looking at the sort of the, the hybrid setup of, of work now. So uh, probably a couple of days in, the, in at home and three days in the workplace. And th those three days in the workplace are, are going to be more about brand connection and collaborative experience. And then back home is more of a task um, singular task kind of setup. So the workplace oh, will now have yeah. this kind of like really interesting shift into into a slightly more kind of hospitality kind of world where it's a way of um of really connecting with with uh, with other workers or other with other employees and and engaging more in, in discussion and and uh, innovation really because you know innovation really comes a lot from from those kind of like those discussion conversations. Uh, and then the that 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 main floor of the um of a town may sort of spill out across, spill out onto the onto the sidewalk, onto pavements, onto courtyards, and become more of a connection with with the rest of the community around it. So I think there's there's some really interesting ways that um, that uh, we will shift uh, these kind of more singular experiences into into more multiple experiences. 
No, that's a very insightful. I love it. Yeah, in some ways, I remember. I mean, I haven't been in an office uh, in a few. You know, I've been working from home for a while. Never living this much and working at home, obviously. This much, but <laughs> you find you actually can do more work when you're by yourself sometimes, right? But you still need that collaborative experience. So I like the idea of, yeah, when I have a single task to do, maybe the home office is better. But collaboration, maybe I go into the city and getting back to this idea around the local. So is your sense like more people, I mean, they'll still have these obviously kind of major metros, but maybe people will be moving 50, 60, 100 miles away. And then this idea of like the 15 minute city where I can kind of walk mm. and do everything I need to do, whether it be shopping, visit my doctor, get some entertainment. Um, is that kind of where you're seeing like the world going in 10, 20 years? Yeah, well, I don't even think 10, 20 years, I think next year. Um, it's, it's, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all fast track these days, isn't it? I think... Um, I think the you know, pandemic's really shifted a lot of um, a lot of focus and uh, um, understanding into a really quick kind of turnaround. I mean, we've seen you know, the rise of e-commerce over the last year is, is has seen a pretty much a, a five-year um, hike in in e-commerce within a year. So, if we look at those kind of like um, those metrics, we we are looking at sort of fundamental shifts in the way we do things in a in a really quick turnaround. Um, Paris, for instance, is doing is looking at a fifteen-minute city in current plans, and that's uh, that's these are things that are going to be happening over the next few years. Um, Sweden's looking at the five-minute city, so really people are looking at hmm. uh, really that's an interesting thing, isn't it? But it really about the you know sort of the fundamental nature of locality and what that's going to mean for for, for town and city centres, and it's you know th there's a lot of that. Um, it's going to make a big difference in in job markets. I think if we've seen um, a lot of a lot of um, lot of job markets leave the the city centre and look to to uh, to connect with, with facilities outside of city outside of centres because it's the, the real estate is kind of cheaper. There's more um, more incentives for, for, for business and, and local governments in setting up business parks and those kind of elements, which are really taking away the idea of, uh, of people working in in, in in a more of a city context or in a more of a local context where they can really connect with. Um, with the customers and where they live and where they work and play. So I think we, we're looking at a sort of the, the whole nature of the 15-minute city is to really look at where where our hubs will be. And that's that's our that pretty much under, gives us a, a point to work with and, and to socialise around and to work around uh, within, a, within a, a, a much more local context, which is uh, more meaningful. So we're not creating these, like, huge... Um, uh, commutes in and out of work and yeah. by bypassing a lot of a lot of stuff and a lot of spending a lot of time doing it and um, we just want to be a well why can't we work why can't why can't we walk to work and have that sort of 15 minute piece where we are we we go to our our co-work space or our, our, our brand office we 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 shop we eat and we drink within that kind of area and then then certainly you know city centers and traveling a bit further out to, to, for different experiences is, is certainly going to be a, a key part of that. But I think, um, I think that that's, that, you know, all, all these, all these uh, conversations are really based around that sense of what, what local will mean in, in the future and, and it's near future. I mean, this is all what's, this is, this is, these are the discussions that are happening at the moment and people are really taking it on board. I think also uh, recently in, in the UK, there's, um, there's been a, a move into, um, People really looking at sort of local hubs and and working uh, as we were saying earlier about the repurposing of, of space. We've had a lot of um, major retailers that have um, that have, of, 
declared bankruptcy, gone bust, and, and given up real estate. Um, and this is a global phenomenon. I'm sure you know US is really, really aware of it as well. So we're ending with with these like you know massive footplate footplates of, of of you know potentially empty space. And how do you work with like a, a major anchor that's suddenly left the mall and left with like fifty thousand square feet? Um, <clears throat> in in more local contexts in in UK, what's 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 been happening is that people have been developing these um these uh, larger footprints into, into more community hubs of, of hospitality. So it's an entertainment. So we're seeing the, a value of, of like, you know, some really locally driven um, establishments where local entrepreneurs and, and business, business can be part of something that's really experiential. So it's like food and drink led uh, with, with cinema, with, with gyms and, and co-work spaces. So you end up with these kind of really interesting um, situations out of what what potentially could have been a, a, a very negative experience, and uh, and it's really going to fill a gap, uh, you know, physically and metaphorically within within our local communities. <laughs> Before we go, just one final question. Obviously, I think design is becoming more and more important, even for some of the most uh, you know kind of uh, low key <clears throat> industries, accounting and attorneys and whatnot. And um, design is like front and center. What's, what are some good sources for folks if they want to dig deeper in this topic, whether it be magazines, books, blogs, or yeah, I mean, there's, or leaders there's out there, lot, thought leaders that are doing some good stuff in this space. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think there's um, there's I, I'm, I'm quite a, there's a there's a few really good um, online magazines. I mean, Dazine is 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 is, is, is exceptional. I'm sure you come across it as well. There are a lot of really interesting articles um, and uh, and experiences of uh, and knowledge around around a lot of different issues. Uh, and it's, it was quite a go-to for me. I mean, probably seen on my LinkedIn. It's probably like at least a post a week from Dazeem. Um, <clears throat> there's a Frame magazine as well as a really useful one. Um, <clears throat> and we, you know, we both have uh, our colleagues at the Future Collective, and uh, they they've got some really great, um, great uh, content and and uh, and uh, thought pieces on their website. So I'd definitely, definitely look at um, look at them for for, for some really great. Um, uh, guidance and understanding of this of the of the marketplace as well because there, there's some really really honest connection with um with brands and also how how we're seeing the future lie as well so it's, that, those are really interesting elements um <clears throat> but certainly even even like sort of local local community pages and and uh um uh local uh, local council websites are also being really valuable to see what people are looking at um i think it's there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of information that's been available and a lot of reports that are coming out from from more independent consultancies that are really engaging in in uh, in, in local and um, community-based community-driven ideas uh, that, those are really interesting as well but um yeah th certainly from from a local context that there's there's definitely some really interesting work out there from just local guys setting up things and looking at being entrepreneurial and seeing how their local businesses and, and local communities can really help drive like uh, a, a, a deeper experience for, for everyone within that community sector. Love it. You're a chap. I appreciate you doing this. As you know, it was the first one. So you're yeah. a true uh, hero. Do we get Hopefully 10 we'll be able to, uh, I think so. I mean, I don't know. For me, it was good. Hopefully it was okay <laughs> for you. But yeah. We'll do it. We can always do it again in a uh, few months time. I love the idea of a five minute city. I was thinking about, um, wow, it's pretty quick. Yeah, the bakery shop is above your house. I love it. <laughs> yeah, let's, it'd be you sitting next, having your espresso and, and your Danish, and then you're, you're working in the same place as well. But that's that's 
as a sort of Swedish thing. It's kind of interesting. And I think maybe they're, hopefully they're not just having a, trying to have a, a score against Paris and see how quick they can make that <laughs> yeah, city. It's a, right. <laughs> it's a race to the bottom. Yeah, exactly. Well, John, if people want to uh, connect with you and follow you, or where should they uh, track you down? Yeah, go check me out on LinkedIn, and that's always a good place to start. I'm, I'm, I'm open for discussion, and, and uh, yeah, if anyone wants to message me directly on LinkedIn, then please do. Quite happy to, to have a Perfect. chat, and and uh, you know we, we can let's let's spread some information and talk about collaboration into the future. I think it's always really, I think that's what we we kind of miss in some ways being like a, a sort of quite remote in, in terms of our working and but you know even having these kind of conversations are absolutely fantastic to share information knowledge and and yeah it's, this, is, this is a these are these are all conversations it's discourse and that, that's the way that we we grow and develop ideas well john you're here for doing this man we will uh talk to you soon yeah lots of mark it's been uh, it's been great fun and uh you know even It'd be interesting to see where we are in a few months uh, and towards the end of the year, and we, we can catch up again and see where, see if all our predictions were kind of true. <laughs> or no, I, love <laughs> I love it. Hopefully, uh, Trudeau will let us Americans back into Canada. We'll see. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think Canada's happy not having Americans run all over the place. So. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, uh, there's been lots said about Trudeau needs to get away from his home office and get back into a. We get back into the House of Commons to be. There you go. That you're funny. That is. Uh, that's a, that's another podcast we could talk about. Can you run a country from your home office? But yeah, indeed, it's it's your own personal bunker, isn't it? So, I think. Uh, yeah, I think we've seen um, other governments take a take a uh, keep moving and keep uh, keep progressing within the within the within uh, obviously UK government is is set up in the House of Commons, albeit like a a lot more um, uh, fragmented and uh um distance um biden's quite happily working away in in in, in, in washington so yeah yeah there's def definitely it can definitely happen <laughs> thanks for listening to brigadoon radio brigadoon is where entrepreneurs and thought leaders gather for more information please visit thebrigadoon.com <laughs>